Listen, all I'm saying is if you're on the chopping block, you have to show up to the rose ceremony looking as hot as possible. All right. Make it make make him really make that decision. Make it impossible. This is the classic yeah. like yes. if you're an athlete, you have to make the coach's decision so hard yes. not to yeah. not to put you in the game. All right, welcome back to the Wheel Rob Podcast. Every legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on the internet at www.thewheelroute.com. Stream the show there, actually, too. Uh, the Wheel Route doc, at the Wheel Route, sorry, uh, is our Twitter handle, wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com. It's email. And you can also get the show Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, etc., etc. I received an email today that uh, I think our podcast is available via another podcast. Uh, podcatcher type website position service forget what it was called i think I well, I, the email i'd like already. to start seeing some checks from that service you and me both hermano uh so we can see what uh comes of that but for now my name is logan whitehouse i am on twitter at log the dawn um a little bit of rain here in stewart florida uh but otherwise we are holding it down as the lone orange slash red piece of the map uh in in the uh, in the continental u.s i believe uh it seems like some some tough times elsewhere t's and p's to uh our our homies out there in texas hope things are um thawing out and looking up for you guys looks like quite the scene there um and that sucks truthfully who else is here today my name is jordan shank i am in harrisonburg virginia where uh the weather has been wintry still uh didn't quite get the the amount of precipitation this past weekend that the initial facebook projections were were uh calling for so that was a little disappointing did get plenty of ice though which sucked uh yeah and apparently there's another round of something coming later this week um so Get excited, Shenandoah Valley. I don't know if the Almanac had this year pegged very well from, from <laughs> what I remember. But, uh, yeah, it's been nice to look out and see, you know, snow as opposed to dead grass. I'll, I'll take that. Um, True. Yeah. Uh, I'm also on Twitter.com, at Jordan, where uh friend of a friend of the program, I guess, uh, Mr. Titus of of uh one degree of separation to um club trillion uh tate the other half he's been getting really pissy about uh uva basketball yeah big north carolina guy he should be yeah kind of disappointing to see see a guy turn sour so so quickly like that Um, i get it uva owns owns the heels as of late um but you know it, it just doesn't reflect well on you when when you fuss like that. Absolutely. Well, what did I saw the stat that was if you enrolled at North Carolina as a freshman in the fall of 2017, you haven't seen North Carolina beat Virginia in men's basketball or football, yeah. which is crazy, crazy to think about. Um, legendary program. But, hey. It happens. Sorry. Sorry about it. Greatness is greatness. 
We're all the way up. And this is a North Carolina football team that's like been like kind of good. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that they've, makes they've it all the spicy. more they just, all the more like, befuddling. Yeah. Um, Virginia basketball. So Virginia must be to North Carolina what Florida State is to Virginia. Because like we just like can't seem to figure out Florida State in any sort of meaningful way. And they just like are overwhelming. I don't know how Florida State isn't better always. I think their coach may be a dingbat, but certainly they have a lot of talent and uh um just like overwhelming well, there's specimens. An athleticism gap yes. there too that they they exploit really well that other teams don't against Virginia for whatever reason. But yeah, sure they they know how to. And it's just a weird, like it's it's a game of matchups. I've always I've often right. said this. Yeah, you have, but it's curious that to think that like Carolina, at the level with which they recruit and gain talent, and typically the way that they play, which is pretty up tempo, like featuring ath- athletes type of yeah, stuff. They play a finesse. They are so finessey, and that well, sure, yeah, well against Virginia defense yeah that's true but podcast episode. virginia does a good job of goading you into playing the game they want you to play i think a team like north carolina doesn't want to do that um but it's just curious to me that like florida state seems to really have virginia's number for whatever reason and we really have north carolina's number which you know what i'll take that i'll, I'll take that trade it's a trade that's fine with me. Yes. <laughs> who else is here is that coach e oh in your pjs in my matching pj set love it gifted to me Maybe two Christmases ago, I yeah, believe. A go-to of yours. It's what I like to wear when I'm not stealing Logan's boxers and old T-shirts. Another go-to of mine. Um, the old T-shirts is fine. It's really the boxers that grinds my gears sometimes. I have learned to take only the select ones he gives me permission to take. The older, holier ones. Or the small. The ones that are too small for you. Yes. <clears throat> Daddy's got a size large badonkadonk now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you're dragging a wagon, you're dragging a wagon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Jordan. Yeah, uh, Jordan, I would argue that even though the farmers got it wrong, Puxatawney Phil definitely did not get it wrong. It appears that most of the well, continental well, United States is experiencing experiencing six more weeks of winter. We're one so. weekend. He's he's got five to go. We'll see. Six weeks into one. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. You know, don't speak too soon. Right. But uh, I wouldn't have minded a, a bit of the Arctic weather Florida version. I was kind of enjoying our Florida quote-unquote winter of like 50s and 60s, occasionally at brisk 33. Um, <laughs> it was a nice change, you know, to walk outside today, and it was just kind of muggy already and humid. Oh, here we go. Yeah, go. yeah. Today, I was telling Emily, today was one of those days you walk outside and it's like, the smell hits you and it's like it smells like outside in florida like it smells humid it's not hot yet but you can tell it's going to be a hot day it's already humid and you're like okay yeah here we go it was it and it was hot. hot it did it did yeah. rain it yeah. did rain here today it did rain uh which made it nice on my run because it it the rain kind of started coming in while i was running with nora and i was just like that oh, cool man. breeze wow. and the light rain it was wonderful a, also i'm back guys went for a run yeah the knee is back Getting there. Getting there. Felt a little wonky a, a couple times, but you know. Did you wear your running shoes? Corrected. You know, I probably shouldn't say that on whether I did or not on the podcast, in case you know my physical therapist. <laughs> I can bleep it out. Contractually <laughs> obligated. I do need place. a new pair of running shoes. Why did? Why would you not have worn your running shoes? I think I kind of went into it not preparing to run. Oh, okay. I and well, that's fine. I like I like walking in my Reeboks, and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go for it. 
Um, also, you know that you the coach programmed a really bad workout at the gym if you choose to skip and go for and a actually run go for a run. Yeah, that's that's your usually... CrossFitters nightmare right there. It was a rough one today, Jordan. It's a pretty rough one. Thoughts and prayers. Quad intensive, so. Did they, did they make any references to reggae on Martha's Vineyard? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they didn't. Oh but uh, the soundtrack that was playing in there when I got in there was absolute um, horse horse bleep, as we would call it. And uh, we had to make we had, I had to call an audible. I, I think Travis is a little. I think Coach Travis is a little upset that I was bagging on his music so hard. But I was like, I'm not sure what this is, but this music is stressing me out, and we need to. It wasn't like mashups, but it was like remixes. Of... No, that's what I told you. He's been playing. It's awful, and he thinks it's so good. It's really bad. And it's, it's not really even like bad. like thumping bass, so you can like kind of like get into it. It's just like sped up and slightly like scratched and remixed. Like, uh, um, say my name. Like, yeah. like commentary. <laughs> the aux chord is such a like. You you either got to be willing to. Yeah. Except all repercussions, or like you gotta Coach be pretty familiar with the crowd you're you're Look, doing it with. This is the guy who every time shout out to Coach Trav, by the way, well, okay. yeah. great guy. Absolutely. Look, I am constantly entertained by Coach Trav. Um, love it. I usually come home with a great Coach Trav story. Musical taste could improve. I do appreciate. We went that... to Florida State. We don't hold that against him either. <laughs> he is super into pop punk an email love that but you know there's other mistakes such as he's really into that song that's if you're happy and you know it and then like the beat quote unquote drops which mm, <laughs> so, like every Allegedly time it drops. comes on it's everyone's just like oh and he's like just wait wait and then when it you know Gets hyphy, it's like oh this is not good travis this is not also this is the man I don't know if you saw Jordan, but I posted on my Instagram last week the whole Phil Collins meme uh, writing music for Tarzan. I did see that. Yeah. Yep. And I argued that the musical soundtrack for Tarzan is the best Disney soundtrack. And I stand by that. You said it had the most bangers. Yes. I think we we were having a subtle semantics confusion there. (laughs) Yes. But go on. Um, This man slid into my D. And argued that it was not Tarzan, but in fact, he argued that um, Mulan, which, hey, Mulan comes in a, in a like close second for me. Okay. But then he had the audacity to say that it was the live action version of Aladdin was number two. So this guy I mean, consumes Disney content. Is- he's, got he's, got a three, he's got a three-year-old. So. Okay. But the live action over the classic Aladdin, I mean, you can't be coming at me with that. Um, and then he said, I think it was Lion King, and then maybe Tarzan. I'm going I'm going to make sure I'm getting his order right because I don't want to misrepresent. Yep, I, I had it right. My argument here is that some of the other films, Lion King... Uh, Aladdin, Little Mermaid, whatever. They have an emotional attachment to the movie, right? It's like you sing the song, it makes you feel all the feelings you have when you watch the movie. Whereas Tarzan is a standalone bad album. You could listen to it and have never watched the movie and still enjoy the music. 
I would are, and, and you can listen to it and your mind doesn't immediately yes. go to, that's a sound. Or you can like picture the exact scene when it's playing. Yeah. 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 That's, that's true. Whereas if you get in someone's car and they're playing Lion King, you're like, really, dude? Uh, yeah. Jason Crack, formerly of this podcast, um, <laughs> has pulled that move before. Oh, so I should be having this debate, Jason. It's not saying. really a debate. I don't it's really not. think anyone's disagreeing with you. It's not really yeah. a debate. You're, I kind of want people to debate me though. It's fun. Well, here's the thing that I'll say. Right. I think I think Lion Let's King. Let's dance the dance. I brother. think Lion King is a great soundtrack, in yeah. the sense that it is a Disney soundtrack. I do think Tarzan is better because I just think it has better songs. Uh-huh. So, like, from what movie has the best songs? And Tarzan has like five songs that are good. The Lion King, what good. four, three, four or five? Maybe five songs, four are good. One of them's a little meh. So, kitschy. Yeah. Um, anyhow, so yeah, we believe me, Jordan, anyway, we, we, really, we really talked it. about this a lot the other night, but um, it's good to have healthy. It's a lifestyle podcast. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we do. Uh, one confidently comes in though, and then includes live action, live, uh, live action. Uh, what was it? Aladdin. Aladdin. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Wow. That, are we even Reach. counting that as Look, a Disney movie? I'm gonna be honest, I really didn't like. I haven't really enjoyed any of the. the I heard live action, action Aladdin was pretty good. It was okay. I watched it. You watched it. I did watch it. With who? Myself. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. I think <laughs> I think this was uh man, what a year twenty twenty was for <laughs> injuries. Yeah. It hey, was remember, when remember I remember uh, uh, Joe Exotic? Wow, what a guy. No, remember when I like had that weird neck thing, the, like neck spasm that happened I and I was like that. on the couch for a yeah. few days. Um not even the couch, I was in the likes. <laughs> chair because right, i couldn't chair. lay down um i'm pretty sure that was one of the movies i consumed along with uh maleficent had never watched it okay. watched maleficent one and two yeah i caught the tail end of two didn't didn't yeah, my no, fancy didn't do it for me either anyhow all right cool well um what are you guys drinking tonight jordan anything good new uh, new batch of bubbly no i'm back in topo town um ah, TT. a little kiss of the key lime juice tonight Dialed the dosage back a bit. Protecting the enamel. That's good. Shout out to Dr. Colin. Dr. Colin. He says he lives for the shout out, so he's getting one early tonight. Love love your guy. Coachy? Look, I'm keeping dry February going. (laughs) More water this week, but no tummy problems to report. So no ginger tea. So we're good. Back in the game. Yeah. Congrats to you on that. Uh, I have, this is a Bell's Brewery. Oh, I just looked it up. Hop something. You literally looked this up Hop in fan. preparation for coming on the pod. Yeah, but then we started talking about Disney movies. Things got a little off the rails. Bell's Brewery. Hmm. I think it's Hop. Hop Slam. It's, it's the Hop Slam. It's really good. Um, and most things for Bell's tend to be pretty good, actually. Yeah. From my experience, uh, shout out to uh, Dave Deacons, friend of the podcast, for providing this. He... Um, was at the Daytona 500 this weekend and came home with a cooler full of beers since the race was. So, just been slowly consuming my everywhere. It's <laughs> my game. Uh, don't mind the you know Yeti in the truck bed lifestyle. That is not so bad. Wander out after the gym, sit out there, crash, crush some brontons. You know, throw bottles there, at the uh, guys no, from the running by. It's really good. There's no time to consume a beer than after a sweaty workout. Oh man! True that. I'm a look. You guys know how I feel about a Corona lime with lime mm-hmm. after a workout. Oh. Yeah, those go down fast too. Yeah. You really, it's you can so really take one drink. down. Uh-huh. After cutting down the palms the other day, I had a shower Corona with lime, and let nice. me tell you, brother, woof, 
the leash is really doing it. All right. Um, well, that takes us into lifestyle moment. Guys, I'm drunk with power. I have a pole. I have a pole <laughs> saw, and I any yes. any tree up to three inches in diameter can get it, as far as I'm concerned. So, so you know, saplings, you have, watch your. Yeah, if you have any <laughs> uh, any limbs that are approximately eight eight feet away, I can cut them. And you know, you can't your um, your little deal. I'm ready. The trees look good, though. They do. And the guy came by yesterday and picked up the branches out of my front yard, scooped them right up. It was great. Wow. Mm-hmm. So we're out here. Didn't have to do the like awkward like three weeks. Like, hmm, wonder if they're gonna come get those eventually, or if I uh, need to figure something out. The piles like getting wet and like disintegrating. Look, shout out to Florida Waste Management Services. You know, yeah. they come by twice a week for our trash. Wow. There's usually a once a week like yard debris pickup, and they will also if like the trash comes and you have like bigger items out there like old furniture or such they flag it and they'll come back with the you know big boy and the big rig yeah yes it's great shout out yeah yeah which is why i think if we ever tear the cabinets out we should just stack them out there and see what happens instead of getting a bagster <laughs> yeah. yeah we did the bagster before but in my mind that's just wasted money these guys will come by with the claw and pick anything up it appears <laughs> it's just probably being a better neighbor to have it a little more contained yeah yeah i like to be a good neighbor we do. We we value that. Right. For sure. Emily, any lifestyle moments for you to catch up on? Well, let's talk about our Valentine's Day. So, you know, Logan and I have more of a utilitarian relationship. A couple of love birds um, over here. So, so we spent so don't our, say a utilitarian relationship. Right. Like, like our entire relationship. Well, we is, have some romantic moments. That sounds like a step and a half away from transactional. <laughs> yeah. You're right. It sounds really awful. I think it's more we both just enjoy, like, doing things, wouldn't you say? Sure. Or, yeah, like. Uh, Experiences. We, we enjoy experiences, even if those experiences are utilitarian tasks. Sure. I don't think we put like a high priority that like, it is a holiday. It is Valentine's Day. Right. So we have to get like a reservation just, ha- just yeah. to go have a steak somewhere. Right. Like that's, that's fine. And it does like, I like to go have a steak somewhere too, but it doesn't have to be Valentine's Day for us to do that. Yeah. Nor do we feel a burning desire to have to do that on Valentine's Day. Right. There we go. So instead, first of all, love this man. Oh, I think my dumbbells are here. I see the I see the blinking lights of a FedEx or UPS truck Jeez, out there. Nine o'clock at night. Wow. This guy's gonna be pissed. They're heavy. He's burning the midnight oil. Nora's gonna start barking here in a minute. No, don't let her know. She's sleeping behind us. Don't tell her. Um, go on. Um. Oh, so first of all, it starts off with Friday night. We decided that you know, since Valentine's Day fell on a Sunday, we probably didn't feel like going out that night. So I called Logan on my way home from work. I'm already downtown Stewart, and he gives me the answer I'm looking for. When I ask him, so do you think you want to go out tonight? He's like, ah, you know, I am like, I went to the gym earlier. I'm already at home, you know? And I'm like, so what you're saying Pants is you, off, want, you, know? you want takeout. And he's like, yes. Oh, music to my ears. Just some, some Thai takeout, a little Jeopardy on Netflix. Yeah. And then we pulled a real tim martin move my father and we were browsing the movies on hbo we decided to watch drumline yeah, we did. but instead of watching it in its entirety we only fast forwarded to, to the highlights to the good parts great way yeah. to consume a movie hammered through drumline in about 35 minutes it was wonderful amazing um, a lot of actually a lot of great parts in drumline really a little really bit great. overacted 
uh, I think the movie stands up just a, a little a tad overacted, but you know, I think a lot of movies from that period of entertainment yeah. are overacted. You know, what movie stands up surprisingly is remember that it's like it, it is, it has some like rough moments in, you know, as a movie does, but like, I don't really think that it was overacted too yeah. bad. Yeah. That's another movie that's good to just consume in highlights sometimes. Uh, I don't know. It loops together yeah, so well, though. Well, yeah. Anyway, so that led into our Sunday, uh, which is actual Valentine's Day. Logan received, because, you know, he's been a little jelly of the new ride, the new wheels. <laughs> so I've we, also been thinking about doing this for, like, he, he since has, I bought my truck. To be fair. Um, we got him, like, a new, what would you call it? It's like a like head HD, unit. Yeah, head, a head unit head for unit your car. Stereo. Yeah, for your truck. So now he has, like, Apple CarPlay and better Bluetooth setup mm. in his car. And so that took him the better half of the day to figure out. Yeah. That seems yeah. You, were, you were gone for a while looking for the right piece. Well, yeah. They, you don't make it very clear what you need to have on your person to make this connection, to make the connections happen. Um, like I said, you just end up with the plug. You, you, you. First of all, not actually that hard to rip everything out of your out of your um, your own car, right? Taking apart never the problem. So I get my unit out. I'm looking at the back. There's four plugs that go into the back of my stock radio, and then I look at my new one. I think this is just going to be plug and play, baby. Here we go, easy money. No, it is. There is one single plug that goes into the back of my new one. And and the antenna, which is a separate plug, so that's fine. I can I can find out where that goes. But I'm like, oh, okay. So, and then the the plug that plugs into the back of my new one is just bare wires on one side, like ten to twelve bare wires on one side, and they're all labeled nicely: front right positive, front right negative, antenna, uh, ground, constant power, twelve volt front front left negative so there's obviously those are all the speakers i guess that you are providing signal slash power to um but like at no point did they ever say like you need to buy a wiring harness and like actually rewire this whole thing um so i ascertained that from several videos i thought i was gonna have to buy a soldering iron for a while and and learn how to solder <laughs> uh like full-on solder and shrink wrap the wow. connections but uh i found some butt connections trick and uh yeah tidy electrical work i'm, I'm ready to work on a boat emily i think i'm ready this is good <laughs> this is good practice for me it's very tidy electrical work but um late in the night i figured it out and went back out there and plugged it in and we have power and uh the, the maps work the radio works um, the talk to text is a little weird i'm not a big siri fan so this is difficult for me. This is stretching. But uh, yeah, happy to report. I watched, Jordan, you warned me. I was in for a lot of YouTube videos. I watched several. Um, I finally found one that did not involve soldering. That was very exciting <laughs> for me. Um, and I, I marked happy back into the Best Buy. I went to the same Best Buy twice. Uh, I went in, talked to the guy, because I thought I needed this like wild apparatus. Um, and he was not helpful. But we did deduce that I did not need the wild apparatus I thought I needed. So then I went back out to my car for a truck for a while. Mind you, my truck has no stereo in it, so I'm just sitting in the truck with a hole in the dash. And I have replugged. <laughs> I have replugged my like 
air conditioning controls back in and then but they're just like hanging out so like i can at least have ac <laughs> while i'm driving floating. around yeah 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 exactly banging around inside uh, the hole where the uh you know in the basically in the engine block at this point but uh yeah it was um it was good then i went back it so i watched the videos and went back and by confidently bought the wiring harness and the little crimper tool that i needed which i'm sure was way overpriced at the best buy oh, probably could have got it at walmart for you know pennies on the dollar it's okay it's okay i drove you know extra miles and then um i uh rewarded myself with a little burger and then you know had violent diarrhea all night long so it was great good times <laughs> you didn't tell good. me that part poor thing i didn't tell you that no you didn't oh i told you i was i was really getting after it on no. the bus. it was soups soups early on oh, morning gross. <laughs> i think logan is ibs or a, or a sneaky beef allergy because this usually happens when Ooh. you eat some beef Oh. Yeah, it's it's possible. It's there was usually a very only interesting uh, radio lab episode about beef allergies because it's not often talked about, and the people they interviewed very similar experiences to your boy. Huh. Saying I have noticed that this usually happens to me if I have like you know people have a steak salad. If I have like a steak salad, it is curtains for your boy. It's a rough <laughs> rough night, uh, but. If I have like a steak salad and like a, a cup of rice, usually I don't have that problem. Anyhow, well, we really Anyhow, don't really we, don't need, we don't need to talk Jordan, about you got anything Logan's fun going on? It was a fun weekend here at the White House, as you can tell. That's Lots great. Of action. Uh, I I enjoyed a very low key uh, weekend here in the Berg. Uh, it was Love a long weekend. Shout out to President's oh, that's Day. That's right. Having having a Monday of doing absolutely nothing. Um, great was wonderful and then you know you get to pay for it today tuesday when everything is just like cringe when you you (laughs) open outlook with one eye open oh yeah just wait for the wall to start cascading down (laughs) but you know it's worth it it's all worth it in the end what's your uh what's your inbox strategy you go bottom bottom up or uh, top down oh i go uh newest at the top yeah that's smart move but I, Sometimes I do I, not organize things. Like it yeah, is, it. I feel so guilty because like the the lady who's basically my mentor on my team, she's so organized with emails. Like, has a folder structure in the inbox of like here's what topics go where, and I'm just like, I have twenty two thousand emails in my inbox, and they're just and I just there. stay searching for. Yeah, them, I but... just stay using the search bar. <laughs> yeah, me too. We 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 definitely have the issue where sometimes like we do some construction stuff so like the contractor will submit something and then people will make comments on it and then we have a uh this this woman who sort of like puts all the comments together and then returns the comments um to us and we approve them and then we're good to go and sometimes like i feel bad but like if she would just like not check the emails from the bottom up she would save herself like a bunch of unnecessary steps because like the, the the thing things will be like completely resolved and ready for her to just like send off before she even has read the first email uh, you know, on a, on a certain day. And it's like, man, this sucks. And then she'll start firing off like unnecessary, like sub responses to things that have already like been Questions for before. clarification. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's tough. It's tough. So, you know, there's no, there's no good way around it. You just gotta be, you gotta be ready. You gotta mm-hmm. stay ready. Keep your head on a swivel and uh, experience all of Outlook. Mm-hmm. How's your email flow with your new, with your, uh, your own job? Look here, boys. I have three email accounts. I have my personal, I have, my 
professional account. Yeah. And, and then I kind of my professional spam account. Your boyfriend burner account. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like if I have to, you know, sign I up. I interest you in a podcast corporate account as your first. Um, really you know, really I'm good. Slam. Guys, I'm I'm I'm. We only get emails from Twitter. Fine. I think they still email us. <laughs> I don't check my personal email very often. I noticed. Sometimes I send you funny emails during the day and you never get them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotta text me or slide into the DMs. I do. I do text you. Well, now. it does often get ignored too because if I'm in session, man. No, that's I'm good. Just, that's good I just thing. be cranking out sessions. If you're grinding, you're grinding. That's right. You can't fault me for that. Steady grinding. Love to see it. Yeah. All right, let's move on. This is a Bachelor podcast tonight. Um, and things are happening. A, a, a rare, fun episode of The Bachelor. Heads were rolling last night wait are we gonna sorry to like completely mess the flow up here of your segment logan no worries are we gonna discuss old boy chris go for it Uh, no no let's go discuss it it. yeah Go, go ahead jordan uh well so i guess from my perspective the way i experienced this all this whole series of events was can you give a quick a quick synopsis are you gonna do that uh yeah well you i'll let y'all fill in whatever i miss but uh, okay i like i was on the instagram pop page a couple of days ago and i remember seeing like oh chris was doing an interview with uh i forget the young lady rachel, rachel. Lindsay. rachel, rachel Lindsay. Lindsay. double Thank double you. first names yeah double first names can never trust them uh but uh <laughs> he like i saw the clip and i and they were discussing Rachel's uh, social media posts from an old antebellum themed party in college, I guess, which is from 2018. Yeah, this is Rachel and the Bachelor now. Rachel Kirkconnell. Kirkconnell. Kirkconnell, yes. Yeah. Uh, So he like the the clip I saw was just him getting really again fussy about like, well, was it a big deal just because now it's 2021 or? Like, because it wasn't a big deal in 2018, and Rachel Lindsay pushed back and said it it's a big deal at any point. And so I like the post I saw had that clip, and I was like, "Whoa, that's that seems really kind of out of pocket for Chris to do." (laughs) wasn't wasn't expecting that energy. Um, And then it had like a a video of our guy Big Mike responding to it and sharing his thoughts. which he did very eloquently and uh of course my my boy mike yeah and i i completely dropped the ball and didn't send it to you guys in the dms so we could discuss it i it just slipped my mind and then a couple days later i saw headlines that mr harrison was stepping away from the franchise for a period of time Um, indefinite leave of absence yes so like and he 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 has posted i think a couple of apologies um yep which like the man can write an apology um (laughs) i'll I'll give him that uh ideally you you don't put yourself in the position to need any of those in the first place um but yeah was was not expecting to uh come across that necessarily Mm -hmm. pretty surprising yeah, I think uh, I think it was the episode that we didn't get to air because of technical problems, where we discussed mm-hmm. Rachel Rachel Kirkinell's, uh social media likes and posts that were coming out that had um, racist implications, such as 
you know, the party you alluded to, um, posing in front of the Confederate flag, um, other, plenty of other types of things that came out. And I think overall, Bachelor Nation, uh, people were feeling upset that Rachel hadn't released an apology. Um, and I think that's what Rachel Lindsay was kind of pushing Chris Harrison out on in the interview was why she hadn't released an, an apology yet. And uh, what we saw was Chris Harrison becoming very defensive of Rachel and her actions, which is disappointing. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone, you know, people make mistakes. And I think we kind of talked in that episode that, you know, there's also a cultural element at play and it certainly isn't an excuse for that behavior, but right. we also want to give people an opportunity to, to learn from their mistakes and grow. I think was something we talked about in that episode, yeah. but it, it was unfortunate. And for anyone who would like to hear more about it and, and hear a really interesting, good perspective, there is a podcast called higher learning on the ringer and it's with Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay. And they, uh, share their perspective on it. A really great listen. Um, it was a really fun listen too. Like they do a really good job of being, I don't want to say being real, but for lack of a better term, that. like being very real about how, uh, how they feel and how this type of thing makes them feel. And I think like the thing that I really appreciated was like, uh, Van was clear. Like he wasn't like demanding an apology, you mm-hmm. know, like it's not his place to demand an apology. Um, I thought it was interesting and helpful because I think sometimes I feel like we get caught up in a little bit of this like apology demanding cycle. And I think that sometimes takes away from the greater conversation. I think one of his points too, was that even though he doesn't want to demand an apology, it is concerning when this has been about six weeks of this type of, of, material so to speak yeah. information it's been coming out, out there and being talked yeah. about and posted about yeah yeah and the concern of you know um and again rachel did release what i thought was um a a good apology again oh, an apology yeah. is really only as good as like what comes sure. after it but for yep. right for a statement it was a good statement um but I think one of the things they talk about on that podcast that, again, I would really recommend listening, uh, Rachel Lindsay talked about what it was like to be uh, a black woman in that position of, you know, having to hear that from Chris Harrison and about how she is a black woman is never given the benefit of the doubt in our society, which is something they talk about frequently on that podcast, um, really helpful perspective. And so to, to hear this white male defending yeah. a young white female and her actions and not being willing to empathize with the the black female who's clearly affected by right. these decisions is very disappointing. And I think that was one of Rachel Lindsay's like main points about why she was among pretty, other she was reasons like, why the was, interview was upsetting. Yeah. I mean she didn't do the I mean she didn't even do the whole like Chris is my friend. Right. And like like she was she was legitimately upset and and I um I don't know. I appreciated that energy from her. Yeah. And she did say, like, she received a personal apology from him, but she did also tell him that she'd be talking about it on their podcast. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I have a lot of respect for Rachel. Very disappointed in Chris and potentially, again, what this says about other deeper issues that still exist in the franchise. Like, things are getting better, but there's still room for improvement. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, and that, like, I think 
that whole dynamic of Chris being a white guy and doing what he did with the tone he did. Yeah. Talking over her. Yeah. With right. a black woman about like, yeah. that was the most shock. Well, I don't want to say the most, but one of the most shocking pieces of it for me. Absolutely. Like, you're in this position of you and you like converse with people for a living like that's what you do you do conversations and like cover topics and try and pull things out of people but why are you the one now who's telling a black woman how she should yeah. or shouldn't be impacted like use that right. use that conversation as an opportunity to say like hey you know me as a white guy i don't really see the big deal in it but i'm sure you have a much different perspective what is that perspective? Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. the arrogance of just like walking all over her and saying like, well, I think this is actually a big deal because we're all soft snowflakes in 2021. <laughs> like yeah. that, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. He invoked some of the like, co the, the classic terms too, that like he talked about the woke police and cancel culture. And like, these are all terms that are like all only used by Frankly, let's call it uh, people that are trying to justify like racist or otherwise abhorrent behavior, yeah. right? Like you never hear someone who is um, maybe on, on the right side of this conversation talking about cancel culture or woke police. And like they don't identify themselves as the woke police. Like it's only a term that is used negatively by one faction of people. Yeah. Uh, against like uh, a group of a group of people that is maybe like you know i think rachel Lindsay's point in in her interview was like you could replace the word cancel culture with accountability very easily yeah. and and it changes the dynamic of the conversation yeah. that you're having it's like oh like there's such a cancel culture it's like well no like i think pe people should be accountable for what they say yeah. especially people like chris harrison who are like very much in the public eye and have, yeah. have attained the sort of like cult hero status amongst like a large swath of people um that you know I'm not saying that like we i go to chris harrison for my takes uh on life <laughs> but like in general like you know he's i giggle and back. like light up when i see chris harrison because it's like you know oh it's chris yeah, he's it's, back it's our yeah. guy so yeah. you know i think it was disappointing and yeah. also he made really sh arguments really? i thought like it was just it was really dumb the stuff he said was dumb and i mean i hope he like owns up for that also uh, because like, I don't really think he was making a good point. I think there, like you said, Jordan, there may be space for him to ask questions to edify himself, but he didn't go about it in the way where he was trying to edify himself or a group of people. He was simply doing the thing where he was like, uh, you know, in these times it's bad because it's 2021, not because it's bad period full stop. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, bad. it's like, yeah. Oh, well it's bad because it's 2021 and everyone is, up in arms about everything and it's like well that's not really the point and if you're gonna ascribe like racism to everyone being up in arms about everything then there's probably like some deeper held issues that you need to work through before yeah. you can like work with something that frankly is is fairly nuanced because i mean i'll be honest like i i had some questions too and i feel like i had to take some time and like do some soul searching to think like to ask myself why i felt the way i was feeling about it and why i was maybe having a reaction that came off a little bit as like defensive of like Rachel's situation. Like I wasn't certainly trying to defend her actions, but you know, I, I think that uh, I needed to take some time and actually like listen to some things people had to say. 
and uh, I think I came away. We could away. all benefit from doing that. Yeah, I think I came like away. Yeah, better to for other people's perspective and experience because who's better to tell us than like the person who's going through? You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I think you did a good job of like taking that time and, and reflecting instead of kind of digging your heels in. So yeah, and that's that's like the whole and and this kind of reared its ugly head back around the time of the the george floyd and all that stuff but like yeah one of the things that really pissed me off and again i'm just a white guy so i don't i don't share Mm -hmm. in the experiences that black men and women do as as it goes with racial tension in our country but just to like watching other white people tell black people how they can and can't feel about stuff is so maddening and and heartbreaking honestly yeah um and so that's again what i i was kind of most pissed off about in chris's situation and it also kind of reeked of like the the almost like we joke about in the nfl when they come out and try and spin stuff like protecting the shield at all costs but it was like he he just like couldn't couldn't stand to see the franchise painted in a bad light so he went to to go bat for something that wasn't a good look um yeah and it makes like my my wheels start spinning and like it makes me feel like rachel either goes really really far or she wins and this is why it's been handled so weird because they're trying to avoid a a worse cake on their face situation at the end right right yeah, I think that's been a lot of suspicion in the in Bachelor Nation is, you know, why didn't we hear from her sooner? Why does it seem like the franchise is trying to protect her? Um, again, I thought she released a speaking of accountability. I think she took a lot of accountability and responsibility in the statement she released. And hopefully those words will have action behind it. And, and we'll see. I think it's going to be spoiler alert like pretty uncomfortable to watch her hometown date mm-hmm. this upcoming week, kind of knowing what we know, just like it was really uncomfortable, like seeing Chris Harrison on our screens after what came out. And anyway, I, I do think, you know, something we didn't mention for those who haven't seen it, the it's, um is it entertainment tonight? Is that, it's one of those venues that released it. Um, E news maybe. And it's on cut the the interview they didn't do any editing to it it's just all raw so what he said is what he said they didn't cut and splice anything together so i think that's important bachelor editing or producing well he even said that during the thing he's like i'm not sure how you guys are going to cut this up but you know and then kept digging in on which is all the more reason rachel (laughs) lindsey said that they didn't yeah yeah at all i think that's a great decision I think it's disappointing too. kind of last thing I'll say about this, even though I could talk about this for a long time is it's disappointing, especially given that this is the season with our first black bachelor. It's one of the first seasons where we have three of the four women going on hometown dates are women of color, which Mm is amazing to see. Um, and it's being overshadowed by this bullshit. Like that yeah. makes me really sad, um, you know, for Matt and the women of this season. But again, it's again, hopefully more work will be done and more progress will be made, but we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. on that note, 
Yeah, and like, well, I'm not. I don't want this to turn into like. I don't think Chris Harrison needs to be fired and never work again. Sure. Again, um, people need to learn this, from their mistakes. Yeah, people need to learn from their mistakes. I hope this is an opportunity for him to be better for it and be a better uh, version of himself yeah. moving forward. And you know, I don't. I don't think that this is irredeemable. Um, but it's a terrible look, and I hope that he can recognize how terrible of a look it is. Right. Yeah. Well, and, Jared Freed is. Uh, really out there trying to become the next uh, host this of the Bachelor shame, franchise. I feel like I'd crush it. I feel like I would crush it. A lot of sideways Look, glances. I, I, think I, I think the ideal situation would be, Logan, you can handle the like the flagship properties, Bachelor and Bachelorette. Okay. Let, let Jared have paradise. I think Ooh, I like he, would, this. he would thrive. Yeah, it's a more, it's a more, uh, paradise. yes. Yeah. It's a more raw environment. Get, I feel the, like he would... get the, uh, the tape ready, you know, the audition tapes. It's your boy. I do have to do uh, professional headshots on Friday. We can just uh, Look, I can ask her to take a little uh, visa. Be when when Jordan and Jason come down, we'll run some like role plays where you're kind of oh, like no. sitting down no, with no, the men and like you'll get you some know, B-rolls of us on the golf carts and like yeah, perfect normal dudes. Just guys being dudes, you know. Just yeah, out you here can't talk to them. Over par. So, eliciting um, some emotion. Jason, tell me about when Coach Byington leaves to go coach Xavier. How it's going to make you feel? What do you think? <laughs> well, he fills in for Mick Cronin at UCLA. <laughs> All right, let's get to this episode. Yeah, uh, we it. mentioned it. It was a uh, it was a fun episode actually. A lot, a lot of a lot of cuts. Rolling. Heads were rolling. Um, I headed into the day with a big team. Did not leave the day with a big <laughs> team. I think we all sort of saw that coming. Uh, Jordan managed to hang on to his his uh, last remaining teammate. For Got now. a little dicey there. Got a little dicey. Yeah, uh, I'm not, I'm not she, holding out high hopes. She was on a she was on a very uncertain semi suicide mission uh, there, but she uh, she pulled through. So shout out to her. She left nothing yeah. in the playbook. <laughs> nope. <laughs> this is very true. Uh, so um, yeah, we should start off, which feels like a million years ago. But Heather, remember sweet sweet Heather with the dimples, only been kissed twice. Heather um, has showed up, really working like a wedding dress, pretty yeah. much. Um, and uh yeah she just like kind of marches in we talked about this last week wants to talk to matt uh matt yeah you know probably could have handled the situation a little better with piper there piper was pretty mad Uh, piper was feisty yeah piper was feisty anyhow we were back to the mean girls club uh today really unfortunate the girls just not a good look are haters and except it's really for, funny. Except for my girl, Bree. She does yes. not participate. She stayed out of it. Yeah. I want to defend yeah. her honor. She does not she take part. That's a good point. Abigail didn't take Serena, part. Serena C also like isn't necessarily super involved. No, Ser- no what's, Serena. What's, what's, there's two Serenas. Serena C yeah. is very much an instigator. Serena P kind of like reacts. Yes. But That's Tantric Yoga Serena. She kind of does the like Jim from the office faces when people yeah. say things. Yes, it's great. There we go. But but yeah, it just you know it's been it's been tough season to watch just because the girls definitely have been unnecessarily unnecessary. I'm not using that right. Unnecessarily. Yeah. Okay. Unnecessarily mean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Especially. Especially mean. That's a better word. Thank you. Yeah, it's been totally more um, adversarial That's, than yes. normal. Like, I feel like even on past episodes, like, like yeah, you have what? What's her name? Old Dean's girlfriend and uh, 
and uh, Hannah Brown, like they had their tiff, but that was like a pre-existing That's tiff from, from the, from back in their uh, pageant days, oh, yeah, you know? So streets, like yeah. for the most part, it seems like these girls, like I, I, I was sending, I sent Jordan some pictures yesterday, freaking like uh, Peter's whole season of girls. Like they all hang out. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like any of these girls like each other. Like to the degree that it was like they're gonna be friends yeah. beyond the show. Yeah. Like you think anyone's gonna be like on a boat with Victoria, like in Cabo in like yeah, six you months? No. That's a really good point. You haven't really seen any friendships form out of this. And usually that is something I enjoy about watching the yeah. show, is like you kind of enjoy seeing what friendships like. Someone will be friends with Abigail. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. She's a sweetheart. I think there will be friendships that stem out of it. It's just been disappointing that we really haven't seeing these girls get along. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like the, the, on Claire and then, and then, uh, Tasha season, like the guys all seem to really bond through yeah. that experience. Oh, and side well, note, like Hannah's season too, those dudes were broing out. Yes. Yes. Side note, Claire, Dale spotted together. Venice, Florida. Yeah. Today. Oh, interesting. We're, they're at it again. Up to their old tricks. Toxic. Very toxic. I love you. Babe. I heard that Kelly and Peter are also trying to work things out. I heard that too. Yeah, which is really unfortunate for Kelly. That's a luck to you. Save yeah. yourself. All right, Kelly. we got to keep it moving. Anyway, here. the the ultimate Heather story here is there's really no story here. Matt decides to send her home uh, because he's further along in his other relationships. He doesn't see himself getting there with Heather in such a short time. So you know, all of that for nothing. Yeah, that was, you mentioned it in like colossal waste of time. A uh, huge waste of time. I, as a viewer, I didn't need any of that. I didn't need any of it. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was bad filler content. Yeah. And it also like, Matt does not break up with chicks well. Like, no. he, he always, he, it's like at the end, he tries to lob something in there that he, I think he's well-intentioned, like mm-hmm. say something positive, but it, it does not like, I think he told Heather like, Oh, if these were different circumstances and just like blames it on circumstance or like yeah. blames it on not having enough time. Just like, just say you don't feel what you want to feel and, yeah. and cut the rope and move on. Boot dude. Like <laughs> if only we, yeah. The, if only we had more time, like as if, as if, Things would be different if you had more time. Like, yeah, if you had more time schedule at the Nina colon. Right. Yeah. Also, if you had more time only with that person, like clearly if you had more time with everyone, you would continue on the current path you're on, which is like uh, clearly uh, Rachel and maybe one other person. Rachel or Michelle. Yeah. 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 Uh, He also tends to treat women as, as if they're fragile. Well, these girls have not given a whole lot of evidence that they aren't. I mean, I did say, oh, that's right. I did say last night. I was like, Except man. Dropping down and banging out those push-ups in the B-roll. Oh, I'm here for he Michelle. He treats them like they're fragile, but then he also like brandishes the rose in people's faces. Yeah. He's like giving this like soliloquy about why he can't keep them around. It's like, dude, this Such is terrible. Such an awful move. But um, I did say last night, I was like, man, these girls just need a dose of resilience. Like, yeah, yeah, we, it's, pretty, it's pretty tough. So anyhow, I guess... And Jared, Jared Freed's little breakdown was pretty funny about this, but uh, there was like a weird scene of Matt standing outside in a tux, just like looking up at the sky mm-hmm. and like inside. And Jared was just like, I hope that Heather's inside getting along with the other girls. And it's like, they cut to the next scene and it's like all the girls on the couch, just at her neck, dude. Just like it was, it was mean, very mean. And I, I get that they're mad. They have a right to be mad, but it's like, 
like no one is mad and Matt didn't just say like go home now or or no like it's always just like who does she think she is coming in here she didn't put up the work Do, does she not know that hometowns are in two days this is crazy and it's with like, me shooting oh. in the gym yeah yeah exactly so i mean they like first of all they make it seem like they've like achieved some sort of colossal task here by like hanging out at a resort and like going on day dates like once every four days for the last five weeks like like it's some sort of like it's really killing them yeah but, okay well, uh, i don't like, know psychologically i'm sure it's a, a mess certainly certainly they are they are difficult yeah. but all things considered like <laughs> it, this is not boot camp respect the troops please <laughs> yes, like, you, yes. you're not you're not surviving war here. you didn't put the work in you never put your hand in the dirt you're not equipped to talk about these things so anyhow uh we yeah lose, heather goes home and then we have a rose ceremony we lose chelsea and serena c in the rose ceremony shout out chelsea seemed to take it worse than serena c oh rightfully so yeah yeah i would agree yeah um then we have another one-on-one date abigail and jesenia are expecting to get the one-on-one because neither of them oh, had poor, had one. Poor Abigail's really oh dude it. i can't wait to get to talk about her because put her on the list of people who deserved better definitely yeah. <sighs> oh you know i have been talking about shipping abigail and brendan yeah what about abigail and mike that would be the sweetest oh my gosh okay I'd be happy with either of those couples happening. I'm Thank saying you. it right. now. You're putting your stamp on it. Mike would be so freaking sweet to Abigail. Okay, I'm sorry. He'd be sweet to anyone, though. He would yeah. be. He deserved to be the bachelor. Really but did. instead, we got Matt. And look, Matt's fine. Ugh. But Mike could have been great. I just feel like if you I, get well, put I, into okay, being the bachelor, I, would... I like start thinking the worst about you over the course of my, my time watching you exist. Go ahead. Yeah, see, I would amend Emily's uh, declaration there. I think Mike deserved the opportunity to be The Bachelor. Like, I think he deserved the right to say yes or no. Maybe he got it. Maybe he said no. Maybe he said Maybe. no. Maybe he knows. I feel like he, he would have known that, that. Yeah, that that wouldn't have been a good fit for him. I think he would have, like, put something out there. A chance though. to find his fourth queen. Oh, you know he would have taken it. Oh. Right? That I don't third. know. As Hannah Brown noticed there. Wasn't it his grandma, his mom, and... Yeah, then, I think it's third queen. Yeah. An old flame. Maybe that'll oh, be his wow. next book, though, his fourth queen, after he splits from oh. whoever in Bachelor <laughs> franchise. Oh, man. Oh, man. Didn't he have, like, a flame with uh, Demi Lovato? He did. He did. Yeah. 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 Shout good out to him. him. Yeah. Are they still flinging? Oh, no. No. I think she's, like, engaged and maybe pregnant with another man's child. Yeah, they, they haven't been a fling for a while. Anyway, moving on, <laughs> poor Abigail does not get a one-on-one date. Instead, Serena P, also Team Emily, though. Gets her second. Gets a second because Matt says that they're in the friend zone and he wants to know if there's more. So what do you do wow. for a date with a girl you want to explore? You just put it all on the yoga mat. Tantric yoga. You wear some clothes-fitting yoga pants and you... Rub your groins together. And you plank on each other. <laughs> Look, plank on me, girl. I was surprised because historically, this has been the send send her home date. Yes. Or him. Lake got sent home. I'm pretty sure this is the date where Kelly 
he I don't think he gave her the the rose after the date, but kind of did the like I want you to stay around till the rose ceremony because I want. Oh, this is when I like it was like pretty apparent that they most definitely should doinked in the uh, in the weird in the weird spa in the after after the lady after the lady whipped them with like the olive branch or whatever. Oh man, that was wild. Very uncomfortable, and it was Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, was fully expecting her to get sent home, especially with how uncomfortable she was throughout it. She also denied Matt a kiss that he went in for. Her slip. Well, they both kind of went in at weird times, and Matt evidently didn't have his eyes open, wasn't watching during that one, so he uh, uh, missed they, his. They opportunity. nearly clanked teeth. That would have been. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yeah, it was weird. She was very comfortable. She's tiny. Also. She was very tiny. She yeah. was like it was like very apparent how tiny of a person she was yeah. while he was hoisting the her teeth. around and. Yeah, yeah she's, well, she yeah, she's not super short, but she is slender. One uh, of the the points she oh, I thought she was kind of short compared mm-hmm. to him. She's well, he's pretty, he's taller. He's very tall. Possession receiver. Um, one of the points Serena made, which I thought was a good point. One of the reasons she was uncomfortable, she did make a big deal. She's like not necessarily like an affectionate person, or as Logan Whitehouse likes to say. It's not really a touchy feely kind of guy. Lies, also. I was lying too. It's been. Um, I love touching and feeling. <laughs> touch and feel me right now. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, one of the things she said was that it was very uncomfortable because, like in tantric yoga, you're doing sex poses, but she's like, "That's a part of my relationship with Matt. I haven't explored yet, and here we are." <laughs> You're just so out there dry humping on a yoga mat. Yeah. It'd be so uncomfortable on national television. So it was interesting. I heard a take on this from Juliet Littman that uh, it's very interesting that Matt seemed kind of like prepared going into the state to like maybe send Serena home. But the fact that she didn't like the date and like openly spoke up about it and was like, no, I hated it. I'm uncomfortable. I'm not into it. Like, I think he liked it. Like, he liked a woman who was like, I don't like this. I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel. I'm not going to play into what, like, I think you want me to to like or to say. Yeah, I, I can see that. And I can also see this, A, ties back into my earlier point that he doesn't break up well with girls. But True. B, also, I think we might see this repeated later in the episode. Like, I think he didn't want, like, when he heard that she didn't like the date i don't think he wanted to send her off on that note Mm. like part of him would have felt guilty like oh i just like i ruined this experience i made her feel uncomfortable and then i broke up with her and made her like i (laughs) I, I put way too much sexual charge in the room (laughs) so let me like so i i don't i don't want to call it like a pity rose but almost like he he felt like it would have done more damage to send her home at that point like just really it would have been a pretty bad look to be like you didn't like the sex oh, massage. you didn't like the sex yoga gotta hey. send you home yeah See ya. Like, yeah so i was super into it <laughs> yeah so i think there oh. may have been some of that factoring in i could see i could see that i could see that oh boy you're not a freak like me all right <laughs> oh silly dude <laughs> see ya i don't right. want to be like you sorry okay um speaking of another disney soundtrack uh, then we get a... All right, real quick. 
they talked also way too much about how she didn't like the date. Oh, wait. I mean, and, and who knows? I'm sure we saw only parts of the conversation they wanted yeah. to show us, but it was like, get over it. Move on. Talk about something. You got some Anything. childhood trauma you want to talk about. Your mom didn't tell you loved her enough. Whatever. You, you got all, you know, like goals. stuff. Yeah, goals. Um, LinkedIn skills. What do you got? What are you bringing are you to willing, the table? Are you willing Water to move? Or am I expected to move Project to Canada? Yeah. You know? Some great Canadian accent moments again, though, from oh, Serena. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't like the tantric yoga. <laughs> All right, go on. Uh, then there was the group date that wasn't. We didn't actually get to see the group date. We just went to the cocktail party. There's. I think that's what it was, right? It was just well, okay. So there's some rumors out there that um, apparently Kelly. Boxing again? No, that oh. Kelly and Peter oh, no. came to Nemecolon to host one of the dates. But that because they split up, it was obviously like awkward. So there is speculation that maybe this was the date that Kelly and Peter hosted and got cut. However, there was a date. Oh, but that would have been before they broke up. That's why they added so much Heather walking around the house footage. Well, and there was also that date where Piper got a group date rose, but we didn't see anything like it was just. uh, Right. Yeah. Well, it's just because they were making out behind the barn. So anyhow, who knows if that's true or not, but we did just kind of have a cocktail party. Um, oh, I didn't, I was like, what is my note here? The group date starts with an ad spot for Peloton. It has to be. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. That's getting it. Just getting after it. You know who we never this saw working out? class do you think he was doing? Peter. Oh yeah. Never, never saw Peter working out. Peter has dad bod. You know, it's okay. Skinny dad bod, but yes. Well, that, I mean, uh, that's the body of the guy you want flying your plane. You don't want him spending time in the gym. You want him focusing on instruments and and his flight skills. Because that's what he's doing in his spare time, not like, you know, gaming. Hand-eye coordination. That, that, <laughs> you that can tune fun. that playing ping pong mm-hmm. at the at the rec center. Yeah, that's not working he's out. He's a community activity center. Yeah, that's an activity. It's not working out. That's a good point. All right, so um, I'm going to say he was doing... Coach Alex Toussaint's class. That's what it looked like. Wow. You guys are dialed in. We are, I know we my are. instructors. Really do. I did see your guy um, that you said loves Tiesto. He had a bad class the other day. I thought about doing it. Just wait. He I'm said sure you made a mistake. I'm, I'm sure he'll have oh. a pure Tiesto bike class here. So. We, can, we can put this in the B-roll for after the pod, but there were some just wild things said during my Peloton class this week. And Jordan, I know you had a similar experience. So. Yeah. Well, you made the mistake of taking, um, Oh, it was Jess King. Jess King. I saw it. I saw him like loading it up. I'm like, you're really going to take a Jess King class right now. And he's like, I'm thinking about it. It's like the house, the house. Playlist. I love like, the house music. He really right? does. And I was I like, can't get you away are making it. a huge mistake. You were going to like hate this, but you know, I didn't hate it. You didn't hate it. It just, there was a lot of eye roll moments that I'm like, this is absurd. If anybody is actually finding like motivation from her telling me to breathe in structure and like breathe to my joints. And it's like, what are we talking about? Jess King is like the queen of also like dressing up like in theme wear for her rides. Yeah. Is she the one that does, that did the uh, ponytail helicopter? Yeah. Uh For the Christmas one, uh-huh. this is how this is how TJ this is how TJ is on Christmas morning because Jesus is born. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh love it! All right, continue All on. Right. Back, back 
So yeah, Matt was on the Peloton. Good for him. Anyway, then we go into our cocktail party. We have some pretty serious. Uh, yeah, we have some pretty serious conversations. Oh man, it's like a hard hitting list one wow. after another. Three. Well, because he let off the the evening by saying like basically if you got any don't leave anything unsaid yes. like now's the time to have difficult yeah, conversations like just, just loading it up yeah yeah piper was like damn i said some real stuff last week yeah just saved it should have saved my real damn. anyway brie like wow first of all i just love brie I really do. I think a true beauty. She is stunning. She's got great style. She's eloquent. Gravitas. Um, I think too. She's too good for this show. Yes. Like I've been hearing a lot of people say, like they want to see her as the next Bachelorette, but yeah. I think she's one of those that falls for me. Like, keep your career, enjoy your life. Rise above it, girl. Don't do it. Mm, yeah. Funny that you said keep your career. Yeah. Very funny because. Brie tells us that a few days ago she resigned from her job her in order job. to stay. Her dream job, probably with Facebook. Or wow. Or Twitter. So or yeah. Um, so I mean she's committed. That's a, a pretty That's a that's a thing. Uh, a pretty um bold just thing to lob out there because matt could do the thing where he does the face where he looks down at you well he was kind of i was nervous because he was kind of doing that like when he's really into a girl he does the thing where he like licks his teeth so his like outer like his uh lower lip juts out or and sometimes he will jut out his like chin so it's like he has a um underbite, underbite. Yeah. but when he's like not feeling it he, he, he like bites kind of his lower lip and he starts doing a lot of kind of like Leaning away. And he looks down, and like looks down. Like. And he was doing that when Brie was talking, and I was like, if this, <laughs> I'm sorry, you're going to do a lot of bleeping. It's fine. If this dumps this girl and sends her home after she tells him this, it's going to be such an awful look. But it, uh, Which, anyway. Again, if you remember the point I brought up about why Serena P may have gotten right. Rose. Right. I'm a little worried. You can bully Matt. You can basically bully Matt. You can guilt him into a rose. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. Anyway. That's my working theory. I feel like Brie deserves to stay, but I am nervous for her. I felt really bad. I'll just get this, my predictions out of the way. Let's do this. A, I felt bad watching Brie tell Matt this because it almost looked like she realized how big of a deal it was when she was saying it out loud. Oh, no. I was like, oh, damn, girl. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry for you. I felt so prayers. bad. But, okay, my my predictions are that Brie does not survive hometowns. I don't know if it's by Matt's choosing or her own, but the, the preview footage we got seemed to indicate that she does not go on a, a special yeah. date. Um, so it's just interesting. I just, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm like dubious of, I think she is by far like the best prospect left, Yeah, but Matt's not going to end up with her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're talking about predictions. One of the things I, I told Logan when it was revealed to our final four are, I said that I felt like Michelle and Brie one of the reasons they're my favorites is because they're women of substance. Like they actually, yeah. they have careers. Like Michelle's a teacher. Yeah. Brie like has this you know dream job with like uh, social media. And 
it's just like parlor and they and they both just again they just seemed it's rachel's graphic normal yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but that's the best way i can put it they just seemed normal and relatable you can kind of like in a way see yourself in them if that makes sense it reminded me of some of the guys they remind me of some of the guys from Tasha's season like oh we're getting people of substance and so it just again makes it all the more disappointing to have someone like rachel in the the top four it's just like okay <laughs> like been there done that yeah. yeah so anyway um going back to the rest of the, the group date we go from one tough conversation to another uh abigail mm. oof, wow sweet, sweet innocent abigail yes I uh, wow. Matt, Matt had Another the gall to ask why this past week was so rough for her. Oh, I know, I know. I mean, every single girl comes in there. Him. To be true, to be fair, every single girl comes in there and just like unloads about to how Jordan's tough point, the, the word. This isn't the first time Abigail has gone to him and has talked about why she feels scared and like how she doesn't feel like validated in their relationship. Like, why am I not getting time for you? And it really pissed me off that like he did with as many times as she's gone to him about this, like you choose this week to like dump her. Like he should have let her go sooner with how many times she's come to him about this. Like if you're Um, not going to give the girl one-on-one time, right. Or even just like special aside time on the group dates, but you kind of keep giving her the, Oh, we'll get the time. Like I want you here. Like it's a bad look. It is. I I think you're right. However, if Abigail was not so damn likable, would you feel the same way? If she was annoying and had been coming to Matt every week and asking for the same thing, we would have chalked it up to, oh, this chick is so annoying, she's get over it. Well, yeah, but it, yeah, I think so because it's the attitude she's coming with. Understood. I'm just saying, Sorry, like, I cut you off, Jordan. Abigail being being such a lovable character certainly gives buys her a lot of leeway in this situation. Like she's been melting down for weeks. You're right. Um, you, we've seen this coming. You would think Matt should have seen it coming too. Go ahead, Jordan. Sorry. Yeah, no, I was just going to say like, if, if this was an unlikable character, like we wouldn't view that asking for more time as like, Oh, they're sure. invest. They want to yes. invest in the relationship. It would be yes. like, Oh, this person's trying to get more screen time. They want more attention, blah, blah, blah. But with Abigail, like she was genuinely, apparently genuinely interested in like, I want to see where this goes. We need more time to figure that out. I got Mm -hmm. no problem with those motivations or intentions. It was sincere. Yeah. As far as I can tell. (laughs) Yes. 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 Now. That also doesn't mean that people who are unsavory characters don't want to hang out with Matt too. To be fair. Yeah. I just. Yeah. Yeah, But they, we don't give them as nearly as much benefit of the doubt. And I think it's fair for us to do. That's that's sort of the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, basically, Matt tells her, you know, I don't want to lead you on or lie to you. <laughs> even though I have been. Uh, <laughs> he should have added uh, any more than I already did. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then he adds that he was so, like, confident and comfortable in his relationship with her that he chose to explore other relationships and in doing so discovered like he really liked these other women. I think that's a horrible thing to say to someone you are dumping again, once again, to Jordan's point, Matt, terrible at breaking up with people. Kind of a doofus. Terrible. 
Anyway, at well, Abigail. Yeah, and I don't, I don't even think he's a doofus. He's just like, it again, like I mentioned in a previous episode, it feels like he speaks to corporately sometimes. Like yeah. in these breakup monologues, it feels like he's just trying to like, okay, I got to protect the brand. Got to like, yes. got to come off well here. And then just implodes every time. Yeah. 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 Well said. Um, what was probably even more painful is the pivot we had to do from this really tough conversation with Abigail to Kit saying that her non-negotiables are, <laughs> mind you, she's 21, to travel, to finish school, and explore what she would like to do as a career before she's really ready to settle down and get married. And she doesn't want to have kids until she's at least... 25. 25 or 26. I was like, okay. Which is, which is Bless hilarious. your heart. She really sold it to, like, she, like, it was like, there's some things that I need to, like, figure out in life. And it was like, finish school and travel were the things. Like, I mean, just like tacking travel in, like, is a very privileged thing to to just add into your Let's list of, like, like think, yeah, like, I mean, I would love to do some, to, to have done some traveling, you know, just. Just, you know, probably on someone else's dime, um, go out, see the world, and then, you know, maybe take a gap year and, between college and working and, and go travel. But, you know, it doesn't work out for everyone. It, it was uh, hilarious, her, like, timeline on things. I really thought, maybe I'm borrowing, lifting this from someone, that, like, she was going in with a bit of the uh, the uh, kamikaze method. Like, oh, I'm going yeah. to really throw some stuff out there and see if and I can get this guy to send me out. home. No, I, and, I read this as, like... like again, you... with Matt, not good at this stuff, like, it was like, oh, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I I felt like she was going in there, like, I want to get sent home. Because yes. that way, it's him sending me home, and I, like, it's not on me. Like, oh, well, yeah. I'm the one who gets the pity because I got dumped. And like, here, here we go. I'm going to put it all out there. And I can't like if if she got sent home, she wouldn't have lost, essentially. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she even hit him with the I don't think I'm as ready as some of the other women who are here. And I'm like, this girl <laughs> wants to be sent home. It, it was laughable. Um, but then she tries to pretend to be relieved. Yes. <laughs> I kept her. Oh, so fun. But the the maybe even more unfortunate part of this is that we had to watch Kit and Matt kiss again. Oof. Which is very pink. Neither of them are good at kissing. And so you have two people who are bad at kissing kissing each other. It's very painful. She goes in, in this with case, almost, double negative does not make a positive. Oh, yeah, she goes oh. in with almost like a horizontal face approach. Like she comes in so She's trying to make a right angle with their chin. And they're yes. both trying to figure out which way are we supposed to tilt our head. Yes. And they both kind of go in with the like like the mama bird approach of I'm just gonna open my mouth here uh, and they know it's really uh, awful. It's, really it's, it's so bad. Yeah. And you can't you can't unsee it. You watch it, you gag a little and you try to move on, but kind of burnt in there yeah maybe she should spend the next year of her life like making out with dudes in ibiza to like really kind of maybe she does need to travel a little bit yeah yeah, maybe she does need a little bit of traveling yeah some nice swarthy hispanic gentleman will uh you know teach her to kiss right yeah all right but unfortunately we get through the (laughs) group date and 
Abigail leaves and it, it's super awkward. Super awkward, super sad. But then Kit yeah. just shows up at Matt's house after the group date. Oh, no, before oh, this. Oh, yes, you're right. I knew I was forgetting something. Go ahead, Jordan. So before that, he like he comes out onto the, the three couch U-shape setup they have and tells the girls, uh, so Abigail left and everyone's <laughs> and you know just gutted obviously because abigail's a sweetheart yeah. but also this throws in like nobody knows what's going on anymore nobody knows where his head's at if abigail's going home so what's the big deal everyone's freaking out and then he just yanks rachel out of there and well gives her the rose first group date rose and then just yanks her out of there like i got something planned for the rest of the night Chucks the deuces on the rest of the lake. See you, see you three. Leaves yeah. them in just like a puddle of collective tears. Kit doesn't uh, everyone, them very well. She starts like trying quiet. to make light of it because she knows she's quitting tonight anyhow. She doesn't yeah. care. Uh, Bree and Piper are not not taking it so well. Either, neither is Michelle. Um, but then they go like to the private Aloe Black concert which is the dead ringer for who's gonna win like whoever whoever you do the spontaneous musical event with that that seems to be the indicator i mean the term private aloe black concert is just tremendous in 2021 tremendous tremendous like all right all right his rate finally came down to where we can get him on the bachelor (laughs) oh man wonder if we get aloe black on cameo wow all right well anyhow yeah that was just like a weird like yeah, all right. Abigail's gone. Uh, real quick, walked her out. Um, we had some great editing though, where they panned from like Matt and Rachel like kissing while dancing, and listening to like other girls just losing their <laughs> and crying. Like and I was like, this trying is to wipe great. tears out. Yeah, this so is great. Good. It's so almost good. as good as like the montage we got when Heather did kiss Colton. Remember they did all. <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh, I don't. Was it like fireworks? Or yeah. Something? Well, and they they did this whole thing, the, like cheesy cut up. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Gross. Too funny. So then Kit Kit shows up at Matt's place to send herself home since he wasn't man she enough might... to do the deed earlier in the night. She is mission oriented oh, as she enters too. Like she <laughs> she is ready to just get this off her chest. Like okay, dressed like a ninja. I didn't make myself clear earlier tonight when I gave you all the reasons that like I probably shouldn't be with you, <laughs> and you were just like, oh, I totally get it. Yeah, I'm willing to wait. Like, come on, she's 21. There's no way. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, so basically, what did she said something too? She's like, "This is why I am resolute in my decision." And it was it was very weird. She is. Oh, no. I haven't quoted. Bird. I'm okay. unwavering. I'm unwavering. That's yes. right. Get it right. I'm unwavering in my decision making. <laughs> she's she's interesting. Like, um, she's, she's like fascinating. She's odder. She's much more of an odd person than you would think. Someone who like ostensibly has grown up like sort of in somewhat of a public eye. Like she just doesn't seem to like really have the She's not like, your classic charisma. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She doesn't have like any sort of like charisma or charm. She has all the unearned arrogance, certainly, but like none of the <laughs> none of the charm. But she's not I would have said a few episodes ago that she was like like just mean. Yeah. But like I don't know. She just I she's almost she's like immature. she's just so unwavering in her in her facial expressions to use her word i i don't know it's very odd she's very like monotone and kind of dysthymic too what does that mean 
It's like you just have kind of a like flat affect. Flat affect. Like she's like Eeyore a bit. Just kind of. Yeah, like when she and Matt were laughing on the couch at one point, I was like, she's smiling? Like, she's yeah. like, that That was a surprise to me. Yeah. It wasn't very funny. She just like walked in and let Matt take her coat. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that couch, was like, really weird. That was like, super, she just like, seemed really weird. Like, I yeah. was like, oh, that, that made me kind of feel icky. <laughs> Again, based on the way Chris Harrison has been Chris acting. This, like, Again, yeah. Problem, yes. problems, underlying problems with the franchise. <laughs> he probably walked her in there like, Matt will take your coat. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, anyway, we get an awkward walk out to the car. The classic Matt just like hugs them from oh, behind while God. walking with them. Dude is so weird. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I um uh, I had to. I'm so over this. I show. was looking it's at the like trash. points. I wanted to make sure that uh, you you know put in that she sent herself home, and I was like negative forty. Something's wrong. I completely forgot about Sarah who sent herself home like at the beginning, and I was like, oh damn, yeah. really? Team Emily bleeding bleeding some self sabotage. Oh man, could have used those forty points. Side note: Sarah has just completely pivoted on her Instagram to being a fashion influencer, and it's wild. Have you seen her no, Instagram? No, it's just like nonstop, like overproduced, like her just like in dresses and stuff. Like it's really interesting. Like she, I mean, it says in her bio that she was on The Bachelor, but like that's the only like there's there's nothing else. Hmm. Oh, so she's not doing the whole like um... watching the show with and like. No, 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 no. Um, what was she calling herself? A caretaker. Yeah. Yeah, like she had that whole thing. Like, Is her dad still... Is her dad passed? Do we know? I don't think so. It appears she's living in LA and fashioning it up. I think her dad is still alive. Alright. Anyhow. Anyhow. Anyway. We don't need to relitigate this. Yes. Um. Then we have our one-on-one with Jasenia. Um, we got a Too Fast, Too Furious Tokyo yeah. Gifting Edition. Yeah. This is yeah. dumb. There's, I mean, we have another awkward kiss moment where Jacinia's like, I've always wanted to do this. Here, try this with me. Lift me up. Lift me up. Slam me on the hood of this car. And, and then she's like having to explain to him what she's expecting. Like, and now kiss me. And it's like, oh. Oh. Jacinia is adorable, though. She is really cute. Super cute. Yeah. Sure. But she she does not seem I don't know personality wise some growth could could occur classic sure. pageant personality yes yes um not much to say about this date except that uh, Matt shows up to dinner in a hoodie what is it you know I'd be like you know what Grim Let's Reaper not wears even a hoodie sit too down together Matt. I'm just gonna go ahead and call this you are sending me home I'm also noticing. You're not licking your teeth. You're biting your lower <laughs> lips. So, you know, let's just call it now. You're like, doing a lot of like. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're vibing on the back of your chair instead of the front. I want you on the front oh. of your chair. Get off here. Kiss Unfortunately, back. the like pity rose could not be handed out because I think Matt at this point is realizing, okay, already, already gave a rose to Serena. Okay, <laughs> yeah. gave a rose to Rachel. I only got two left. So even though this girl just told me she loves me, I'm going to hit her with a thank you. And then just wave this rose in oh, front of her. Oh, he picks the rose up and oh. this smile that comes across her face. Like oh, she's like, man. oh, man. dude. And then he proceeds to hold it and then she realizes like, Oh, he threw the butt. He's like, he, he dropped likes, the butt. Yep. He likes to when use the butt, butt dropped as a prop, oh. and, and he drops such a heavy butt, 
when he's giving but these the breakup speeches. Along with holding the rose, he hits them with this line. The first night I met you. Oh, God. This oh, is yeah. what I love about you. That's I'm sorry. Bad. Any Get woman who's here. hearing that is hearing, oh, my God, he's so into me. He's thinking about the first night he met me. Mm. And, yeah, then he hits them with the biggest butt. And you're like, <laughs> this dude does not handle breakups well. He's probably ghosted several women because he just is too uncomfortable to break up. Do you up. think he learned that from Tyler C? Do you think Tyler C ghosts women or do you think he breaks up with them well? Or do you think they kind of know the deal heading into it? Um, my <laughs> honest opinion is that I think Tyler probably hasn't been in enough actual relationships yeah. and does a lot of hooking up, which kind of naturally comes with ghosting or like, doing uh, the whole thing where like he makes it. He, I think Tyler C Cold also does boy move where it should be a pleasure to you that you just hooked up with me. Oh, and yeah. He does the up. Derek Jeter gift basket. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> like I just I don't want to think this for my boy Tyler, but you might I don't be either. You, he, could be you know, it's just the vibe he gives off, but I want to think better of him. Yeah. He is full of surprises. I was he very is. surprised by him on Hannah Brown season. So he could just be the other like a complete gentleman. I mean, I doubt it. I think he <laughs> I think he did I mean listen, like young guy, go out there. Former college athlete, probably yeah. Out, I think he's made his rounds with some various Instagram ladies oh, sure for sure so south yeah. florida's a place to locate those too <laughs> um anyway so justenia goes home we go into the our J-Dog. last rose ceremony of the episode we are down to five women so one is getting sent home yeah. serena and rachel already have roses so it's between michelle piper and brie um and Piper got the axe. Yeah, she was pissed. Do you want to break this down? You had an interesting take about how she came into the rose. Listen, all I'm saying is if you're on the chopping block, you have to show up to the rose ceremony looking as hot as possible. All right? (laughs) Make it, make make him really make that decision. Make it impossible. This is the classic, like, if you're an athlete, you have to make the coach's decision so hard not not to put you in the game. Exactly. That's what you got to do. Yeah. And I, unfortunately, Piper, who is, I think, adorable, very, like very yeah. cute, classically cute, showed up looking a little sad. She's just looking a little sad. All right. And the other two girls, I really thought, brought it well. Yeah. And um, Piper did not. I'm not saying that's the reason that Piper got sent home. Um, but it didn't help her. It certainly did not help her. Um, she also. So she is very cute and very adorable, but she part wears of that a is lot of worry a lot. If she does wear a lot of worry on her, she wears her emotion. So she didn't come looking and sad. That. But the other thing is, she's someone who she could pass as a lot younger than probably what she, like she's young. She's one of the younger women, yeah. but she already she kind of has a bit of a baby face, you know. So then when you come in wearing like a prom dress, yeah. and like her hair just sort of like down and close to your she, head, it yeah. was just not. Where these the other world. these other women came in looking like women, you know what I'm saying? Brie like, came in looking like fire, dude. When, when does Brie not come in looking like fire? That girl's got style. That girl's got class. I'm telling you, if yeah. I could emulate anyone's style on the show, it'd be Brie. I don't think I could pull it off, but she has good style. But um, I think it'd be Kit for me. <laughs> Just wear entirely her mom's line. <laughs> 
Did I send you guys the screenshot? I don't not know how we missed this a couple weeks ago, but when Kit went to read the date card and she had that like sweater vest and like the capri. Oh yeah, it was on. a wild look. Yeah, oh, she was. looked like a little middle school. She was boy. just like a little school. Boy. <laughs> oh, so yeah. bad. So bad. The sneakers. Oh yeah. man, it was oh, also, oh, like, oh. the white t-shirt under the sweater vest. Like I'm pretty sure, right. like I had a very similar outfit. And in the what 90s. date did Matt do the creepy hand under the table thing? No, that was Serena P. <laughs> after the after the tantric talk she was talking about how sweaty her hands were and then he just like crept up like yeah. a, they zoom in on like a hand yeah. emerging from under the table like sneaking onto okay. hers anytime, it was so weird anytime we get footage of some hand play it makes me think of that stupid show about that family oh, like that had all the kids or whatever no the family that had all those kids they uh, were weirdly religious all their kids names started with a j the duggars like, yeah, whatever that is, like 12, what was it, like 15 and counting or uh, something yeah. like that. But anyway, there was like this rule, right, where they're like kids, like didn't kiss or anything remotely sexual before they got married. And there's this scene of the oldest I, son I, in the I car driving this. around with his fiance. Just like milking her hand. aggressive hand. hand. <laughs> it was the grossest <laughs> thing I've ever so seen. Oh, this kid was I, definitely popping a bones based purely on hand play, which is wild. <laughs> wild. <laughs> but it was like, it was just like, like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. Roping her hand. Oh, my it's God. So I remember what. Intertwine her fingers. Oh, oh my yeah. God. It oh. made me sick to my stomach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's, scissor, I... let's scissor fingers. <laughs> I'm hey girl. Uh, hey girl. Uh, so yeah, I can't handle televised like. <laughs> just, yeah. Handle it. Oh, that was man. really bad. Yeah. Uh, you're well, so it was, right. was cut in a way that it made it like it made it look like it could have been any two person's hands because yeah. <laughs> you didn't see either of their faces in there. So yeah. it's, it's like they almost went in there. Tarantula like emerging from under the table. Like it could have been just. A, bodiless hand it doesn't help too that she had just said her hand was sweaty he's like oh yeah girl give me that sweaty hand like moist oh. palm <laughs> oh man oh, okay. love it love it all right so anyhow piper piper gets to go home and she for the first time on the show we have a a storm off well i guess since victoria i'm not really counting her as a member of the show for for spiritual reasons but um she like basically just like walked straight out, didn't say anything to Matt, got right in the car, and then did like the like self pep talk, sort of MJ-ish self pep talk uh -huh. in the car, like you don't do this, you're not like this, you're not the person that falls in love. This is a perfect waste of your time. This is a waste of my time. It's like all right, all right, like obviously a little upset. It was a really a Logan speech, you know. What? That that was the kind of speech you gave yourself, like okay, Logan, about a relationship. This is not who. No, just like I'm talking like. You kind of give yourself these speeches about things, right? Like yeah. I often will hear Logan. Come on. Did did you right. give yourself a pep talk while doing the Apple Car Play unit? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it was profanity laden as well. When he transitioned to trying to work on it inside, because you know it got it got dark out there. There was a lot of oh, I'm like we're out here now, or like oh, I think I think I bit off a little more than I could chew, and it's like really talking himself hits. through. Oh yeah, it was great. Well, had I known that all I needed to do was drive like 
a half mile away to the Walmart and purchase a wiring harness. And that was literally the only thing I needed. I could have saved myself like, you know, six hours. The Eureka moment is always the sweetest part of the process. Yes, you're right. You're right. Thank you, Jordan. Mm -hmm. Um, so anyhow, we are on to hometowns next week. Yep. Serena P, Michelle, Bree. Rachel, and Brie. That's right. Also from the snippets, of course Bree's mom is attractive too. Wow. Who would have thought? That woman. Who could have guessed? Good looking mom right there. Anyway, so what are our predictions? Who who makes it past hometowns uh, into the fantasy suite week? Not Bree. Really? Oh yeah, you said you didn't yeah. see any. Okay, but I don't did know. you see any of Serena? I'm, I'm dubious of Serena. Yeah, they were they were the hockey date. But could she been doing that like for as her, her hometown. hometown? Like yeah, because oh, she's from Canada. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, think I kind of think he cut Serena P. Yeah, I'm more I'm more along the lines of Serena P. Just based on general vibe, but who knows? Who knows? It's, it's hard to say. Can we talk about the sneak peek? A uh, sneak peek we got of Rachel just eating it on her oh, yeah. descent from uh from the, the So is this maybe where we get the like the quasi emergency room footage? Probably. Yeah. Maybe she sends herself home and that's why Matt start has like a meltdown with Chris Harrison. That's why he's grown the like depressed guy beard now. Like, I don't know if I want to keep going if Rachel's ever since, not here. Ever since Rachel died in a, in a oh, skydiving wow. accident it's on pretty horrific. If you if, <laughs> if you didn't catch it, you need to go back and watch it and maybe it like rough. watch it. I mean, she hit the ground. Yeah. Ooh. She hit it with her legs, though. She's a bad instructor. I mean, it looked like she might have a concussion. She did the like, bam, things. like. Oof. Yeah, and you're also strapped to probably a 200-pound dude. Like that, That's not like probably helpful. And he was on top of her. Like the two hundred pound dude, like landed on top of her. Anyway, imagine Matt being like, "All right, guys." So, like, he's approaching the other girls. He's like, "I don't know if you heard, but uh, Rachel passed." So, (laughs) uh, uh, anyhow, Bree, can I take you for a minute? Can I? Can I get uh, get out of here and get out of here? It's it's hometown time. (laughs) We we have (laughs) a private uh, Creed concert (laughs) and on the sixth green we can go to. (laughs) (laughs) Just crying. He's like, "Couldn't stop thinking about Rachel falling." And was singing higher. We're really feeling ourselves tonight, guys. I like this. This flow is great. <laughs> private Creed concert. Oh, I would die and go to heaven if there was a private oh, Creed concert. Who's the guy? I, I was trying to remember who's the guy who did the halftime show at the Orange Bowl last year when we went. Oh, Kevin DeGraw. Oh, yeah, Kevin DeGraw. Kevin DeGraw. I don't want to be anything over there. <laughs> Oh, the oh best is that couple standing in front of us. Oh, just, just on they it, were like, so recording the whole thing. <laughs> oh, so good. Kevin DeGraw's so super good. fans. Oh my god, dude, this is the it's the best people. I just think it would be so hilarious if you had like, like <laughs> Matt and Michelle on a date, and it was Creed, <laughs> freaking Creed, <laughs> like the worst possible selection. Oh man, oh. It's so good. All right. Let's get a score update. Let's get a score update. Emily's excited about that yet again. Uh, All right. We are locked up in a tie one here, Emily. You and me. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, a distant third right now at 1075, but Bree's still on the board. board. Lots to play for. So far. Um, (laughs) uh, Logan is coming in second place with 1475 and only 15 points clear 
is Emily with 1,490 Again, points. those 40 points from two of my ladies sending themselves home could have been really helpful. We're out here just tickling the 1,500-point mark. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you like that? No. No? no. <laughs> I would not have used that word with that gesture at all. <laughs> just, just no, tickling. stop. <laughs> all right. Um, so we're excited to do this again next Monday. Um, hometowns is usually one of the worst episodes of the year. So I'm yeah. sure we'll have plenty of, of data to back it up. I'm ready There's... to roast Rachel's family, though. Oh, yeah. Maga, Bring yeah. it. Old mega. Old. <laughs> what do you say? Are you interested in making America great again? Like, how interested in making America great again would you be? <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> On a scale of one to scale. One to very interested. How interested are you in making America great? Uh, anyhow, we'll see. I don't want to. I don't want to levy too many unfair accusations her way. Though. Oh, I'm ready. My body is ready. <laughs> I'm just certain that her well, dad you is going to stop moving that cursor. Her, her Thank dad you. is going to have a certain look that I'm. It's going to be like the meme of all the guys with the goatees and the sunglasses. That like, Dude, are did your... you did you see him in the preview? <laughs> I didn't. Take he fits that, that bill. I'm trying to think <laughs> of a Grace Covenant Church equivalent but i'll get back to you on that <laughs> uh guys i would just like to point out because this has come to my attention that uh team emily is just wiping the board with kisses i mean well, yeah take take piper out of the mix how you doing gimmick <laughs> gimmicky yeah gimmicky Jeez, 155 points for team emily for kisses yeah piper has 55 of that's those. insane and serena p is 40 wow Good work with scoring, Jordan. Really yes, keeping up with all those kisses. Yep. Yeah. Also, while we're talking about points and how close this race is, I just want yeah. to bring up a little conspiracy theory. Yeah. Isn't it wild that with the first pick of the supplemental draft, <laughs> our admitted spoiler reader and habitual line stepper, Logan Whitehouse, <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> took, took the new girl who wound up in hometowns. It what a well. coincidence! Had, what an amazing draft! And it worked out for me. This was immediately after my actual first pick in the draft being the worst first pick in the history of this TV show. <laughs> I will also say, like, it is surprising to me if if you go back and listen to the our draft episode. I was very jealous of like all of Jordan's picks. I, I know you were gassing me up. I felt great about it. I, I was <laughs> a great picks. Honestly, thank you because if you hadn't picked them, I would have picked them, and I would have been in your shoes. Emily's so. a real forbidden fruit type. You know, she she wants what she can't have. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay. All right. I think that's about it. Um, R.I.P. Abigail. Yeah. Good run. Yeah. Welcome to Team Deserve Better. You're in good. You company. think Abigail's going to paradise? She's I hope not. A paradise type? I hope not. I, I like I said. I just want just her shaking her cheeks. I just want her to start dating <laughs> Brendan or Mike, and I'll be happy. Brendan. That's all she needs is a solid relationship. I'm trying to think of who else, what other girl I have liked that could that could fulfill one of Brendan and or Mike's needs. <clears throat> Needs, needs is a bad way of phrasing. Brie will be one of those girls, like if she gets sent home, could I could ship She'll her. be a hot commodity. Oh. You know Ivan's going to be hopping in Brie's DMs for oh, sure. Yeah. Ivan would yeah. be like, hello. Oh, their, ki- their kids would be incredibly 
Beautiful, yeah. Yes, Beautiful yeah. and intelligent. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Because right. I haven't seen here. And Bree is also like probably a um, probably like a programmer, right? No, just because you work there doesn't mean you're a programmer. She might so be on the like that? biz dev side of things, or yeah, you could be. You could, yeah, I mean, way, it's a huge company. To you could secure do a job like that, you've got to be really, really good at what you do, and probably yeah. really smart to stand yeah. out to get a job there. Probably. Anyway. She seems to have more personality than a coder, though. Speaking from that's true. Anecdotal experience. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, similarly. Okay, that's it. This is over. Thank you for joining us on the Wheel Route podcast tonight, guys. We love you all. Really appreciate it. If you made it this far, shout out to you. Give yourself yeah. a pat on the back. Shout out to you, Colin, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> my guy. Uh, we are on the internet at the Wheel Route on Twitter. Wheel Route Podcast at gmail.com is the email address. You can find the website, thewheelroute.com. I think we're up. Oh, spring practice. Spring practice. Oh, and Jordan, we forgot to mention Gus, Mal Gus Malzahn got a job. That's UCF. Right. All right, UCF has a head coach. So uh, there's the little college football nugget for you. We'll um, we'll talk about that maybe next week. Okay, we love you. Go Gators. Go Hoos. Hey, the roses ever be in your favor, boys.